Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? These days, it's harder than ever to stand out from the crowd, and it's even harder to get paid for the work you put online. Luckily, there's a new way to put your work out into the world. It's called Discovered. Discovered is a new digital platform and social network where creatives share their projects to new audiences and earn more money from their work than any other platform. Ready to get out there? Visit discover.tv today. Hey, hey, y'all. It is Dr. Delvina, psychiatrist in South Florida. Hey, hey, y'all. It's another Sunday night, and it's another episode of The Brain Love Podcast. And, you know, tonight is Sunday night, January 31st, 2021. And 45 years ago, a queen was born, y'all. It's my birthday tonight. And that's why you hear this music in the background. Because I just wanted to take time and just show my age. I'm 45, y'all, and I am happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. (laughs) Yes, so y'all, you know, I had this episode pre-recorded and ready to to drop it tonight and I decided I should make this a little more personal it's my birthday I just want to share some of my pearls of life and the things that I've learned the 45 years that I've been here on this earth that God has given me and so um, I'm grateful that you are joining me on this platform if you're listening tonight Sunday night which this episode is going to post late (laughs) because it's my birthday or if you listen this week or next week or next month But I just wanted to share some information for those who are ready to embrace it and, you know what, and just wish myself a happy, happy birthday, man. If you don't love yourself, who else will, baby? Hey, y'all. What's up? So it's a Sunday night, and it's another episode of The Brain Love Podcast. Again, this is Dr. Delvina. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me on the podcast. And also for those of you who follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Dr. Delvina. That's D-R. It's not spelled out. It's D-R-D-E-L-V-E-N-A. And um, I'm on Facebook and Twitter as well. And on YouTube is Dr. Delvina Thomas, D-R, Delvina, D-E-L-V-E-N-A-T-H-O-M-A-S. And um, if you follow me, you know that I'm also a guest co-host on 99 Jams Community Matters with Super Cindy. So, you know, I just really like sharing information and um, sharing it with the widest audiences as possible. Um, And as I stated, tonight is my birthday. It's your birthday. Go, Vina. It's your birthday. And um, so I, I really did not want this to be a show about something, um, how shall I say, specific, a specific topic. Um, I talk about so many different things. If you were listening listening to 99 Jams this morning, you heard me with Super Cindy talking to two guest hosts. The first one was Deborah Watts of the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation. And the second guest was Dr. Kia Everett from Finding Your Way, which is the um, only urgent care mental health center in the mid-Atlantic. So, you know, people out here and they're doing their thing. I I told you guys that I really wanted to talk about 
my time on this earth um, and just sort of share with you some of my experiences and how I found my way and how I was able to create basically a life to begin a legacy. Um, and so I really appreciate you being here on the Brain Love Podcast and listening to me to me speak. Um, so for some of you, you may feel like it's a little too late for you to do certain things. And in a sense, it's, it's sort of true, right? So it may be too late for you to jump in early on an IRA, early as in, in your teens or your 20s. I, I opened my first IRA when I was in high school. I was 18 years old. Um, my first job, formal job, I was 14 and I worked as a cashier at Michael's Food Right this place in, in Maryland where I grew up. I didn't grow up in Florida. Um, and so everything that I did for some reason, I just knew, I think it's called being innate. When something is innate to you, you just do it because you were born with it. Innate means it's something that you're born with. And so I was born with this desire to seek more and earn more. And I watched my dad work two jobs for many years and he worked two jobs and we were, we were good, we were okay. However, I think building a legacy was not necessarily something that he identified with. Like he bought land, he bought real estate, but actually creating a legacy for my brothers and me, I have two older brothers, by the way, was something that he didn't know how to do. And that's okay, because my parents are both high school educated. They're not college educated. They came from Mississippi. And I'm quite all right with that because I'm supposed to pick up where they left off. And I've done that, I believe. And my, my brother, my oldest brother has done that. So we've, we picked up um, and we're trying to create a legacy for the Thomas family. When um, I graduated college and in uh, 1998, I took a year and I, I worked on um, a master's in health administration and then I went on to medical school. Uh, medical school, I, I started in August 1999 and I graduated in July 2003. After medical school, you have to do a residency if you want to be something other than a general practitioner. And I wanted to be a specialist, I wanted to specialize. And so there were different things that I thought about. I thought about OB-GYN, I thought about family practice, I thought about internal medicine. Psychiatry was the thing that really called me, like psychiatry pulled me in, it spoke to me when I was a medical student and I was doing my medical rotations in psychiatry and working with mentally ill patients. I was like, I can do this. And you know, you should think about all aspects of a job. You should think about what are the retirement benefits like? What is the job itself like? Um, is it taxing? Um, how long do you have to do this? How long do you have to invest in it before you can retire? Psychiatry seemed like a job that you can do really until shit, your deathbed. Seriously, it's not like OB-GYN where eventually you get to an age where you can't wake up in the middle of the night when your beeper goes off because there's a baby a lady shows up to the hospital and she's having a baby. You know, it's not like that. ob can be taxing. Psychiatry is one of those things where you can do it for the rest of your life if you choose to. So 
And also it felt like the universe was calling me and telling me this is what you're supposed to do. So yes, I went into psychiatry and um, it just seemed very like the perfect fit. It, it matched well. So residency was four years. I graduated residency. I was in Maryland at the time. I had a scholarship in medical school to pay for my studies. Um, and to repay that scholarship, I had to serve. I had to work in an underserved area. And that's what brought me to Miami, Florida, because the Bureau of Prisons, the federal detention centers, the Bureau of Prisons, which is under the Department of Justice, which is a federal position, it's considered underserved when you work in the prisons. So I took a job with the Department of Justice, the Bureau of Prisons, Federal Detention Center in Miami as the chief psychiatrist in South Florida. In this job, I managed uh, the medical care, specifically mental health care for inmates at, in Miami, in downtown Miami and South Miami, as well as in some other parts of the Southeast region, including Alabama, Miami, Puerto Rico. So I did that for a few years before becoming the medical director for the medical department. I did that for another, I don't know, three, four years. All in all, I spent eight years with the Bureau of Prisons, during which I had a 401k, which is TSP, which the federal government has thrift savings plans. You can have that in the military and also with the government. In the military, prior to, I guess, about two years ago, the military would not match your contributions. However, if you had a TSP, thrift savings plan, with the federal government, they would match your contributions. So whatever I put into my TSP, which was the 401k for the Department of Justice, they matched it. So yes, awesome. Um, and you're vested at five years. I'm saying this to say, you really have to map out your course in life. You have to do the research. You have to um, determine how things will benefit you, if it benefits you. And then you have to just... Um, take the path and go down that journey and create that, um, that particular plan or that particular program you have to incorporate it into your life plan. And that's what I did. I decided, okay, if I'm going to work for the Federal Bureau of Prisons for four years, I might, I might as well stay for an extra year, actually stay for eight years. You become vested at five years when you work for the federal government. So I, when I left the Federal Bureau of Prisons, I had eight years in, so I have um, sort of a partial sort of retirement and I have a, a 401k with them, a TSP. And because I joined the Army Reserve when I graduated medical school in 2003, this is now 2021, I took oath of office July 2003 to help pay back loans that I had during college and that one year of a master's in health administration. And the time that I was a medical student, I double dip basically. Um, so I had a scholarship during med school and I joined the military and the military is paying back student loans. So I did some double dipping so I would not have to pay back loans. And also in the process, I created another pension program. So I have two pensions. One is with the Federal Bureau of Prisons, Department of Justice. That's a TSP that they used to contribute to equally what I contributed, but also since 2003, I've been in the Army Reserve. They did not start contributing until I believe last year or something like that. So July will make 18 years in the U.S. Army Reserve. And I understand at 20, I can retire. Although you can't really start receiving your funds until later. 
So really, listen, life is about enjoying life and living life. It's not about working your entire life. Like, I don't want to work until I'm 65 or 70 and then have the estimated length of expectancy for women is like 73 or 74, right? So if you retire at 65, you have maybe five to 10 years to live. If you are blessed, maybe you can live into your 80, 85, 90, 100, but will you know what's going on? Will you be demented? What will be happening in your life at the time? So my goal is to stop working at the age of 50. Like I don't wanna work past 50. I don't want to be required to go to a job and do a certain job past the age of 50. I don't. And I think that should be everyone's aspiration. Why should we work our entire lives to just die five years later or 10 years later? You feel me? And so that's what this is about. It's about speaking on life aspirations and how to get things done. And to get things done, it really depends on what's innate to you. What were you born with? What were you born? What was the passion? What passion was given to you when you were born? And do you recognize the passion that was presented to you from the universe? Some people don't recognize it. Some people don't realize that they have true God-given talents. I'm not sure why, but you have to hone in on what your God-given talents are and make the most of them. And that's what I try to do on a daily basis. And I feel like my God-given talent is really to help other people to succeed and, and to feel happy and to feel, to feel content. So this whole thing starts before now. It starts before your 40s. It starts before your 50s. It starts before your 30s. You have to really start thinking about it early in life. So if you're hearing this and you're in your 50s, it doesn't mean it's over. You can share this information with your teenager or with your child. You can do things to set them up so that they're in a better position, they're in a better standing to live life, um, to navigate the course, right? So if you have children, one of the things I would recommend is creating an LLC. And if you listen to business coaches, they'll tell you that create an LLC for your children so that um, there are ways to earn income. There are ways to create income and not necessarily hide it, but um, to hide it. <laughs> so creating an, an, an LLC at a younger age and learning the ins and outs of that LLC. So you need a financial advisor, big ups to my first financial advisor who was available to me and who created basically my LLC, my PLLC, Personal Li Limited Liability Company, PLLC. Stanley LeConte, big ups to him. So you can place your children on the path to living life, I would say, in a content manner, a happy manner, and not feeling like they have to work their asses off their entire lives. Also owning property, buying soil. When we were in medical school, folks were waiting until they graduated. I purchased my first property in medical school and the military helped me to do that because I had, I had a, um, the GI Bill available to me. Um, so being able to purchase property purchase soil, 
um, real estate, that's another good form of income, a passive form of income. Owning property, if you rent it out, that's cool. If you buy it and you flip it and sell it to make money, that's cool too. So it just depends on what your desires are. So there's different ways basically to accomplish tasks and goals and to move ahead. What, it, what all of these, these things entail is just that you're not standing still. And if you are standing still, it's okay. That's what you want to do. But if you're someone and you want to learn and you want to move forward and you want to make the most out of life and not stand still, I'm telling you the ways how not to stand still and to just um, and to just watch everyone else do their thing as you watch the world pass you by. So in doing all of this stuff, you have to have ways to cope. And you guys have heard me. If you follow me, you know I talk about diet and exercise. Um, and so I'm not going to bore you with the, the diet because this coming Thursday, February 4th on my YouTube channel, I will be discussing food and mood, how what you eat affects how you feel, what you think, how you behave. Um, so that's February 4th on my YouTube channel, Dr. Delvina Thomas, as well as on Facebook, Dr. Delvina. Um, and so besides that, there's exercising. And I'll admit to you, I am not the happiest about exercise. I'll call it working out. And my friend told me, if you call it working out, that's going to deter you from exercising because you feel like it's work, working out. So I don't call it working out anymore. I call it training. Okay, yada, yada, whatever. But it's something that we have to do. We have to keep our hearts healthy. We have to keep our bodies healthy. I have good genetics. I'm grateful for that. Um, however, I do know I'm getting older. As I said, tonight is my birthday. I'm 45. And so there are certain things that I have to do to help myself to progress and move forward and look sexy still and look nice, you know, because I don't want to be like out of shape or whatever. So some of the things I do for self-care, having a primary care doctor, going to that person, checking my blood pressure, checking my cholesterol, asking them what cancer studies or screens are due for me at this point in time, what do I need to do? So for women, you know, you need to get your yearly pap smear, which comes with that cervical exam. You know, when you get that, um, that gynecolog gynecological exam, they check you, they swap you, and they send that in to do what's called a pap smear, and it checks you for any type of cancer cells. Um, and also the doctor is feeling if you have any masses in your ovary and your uterus, all that stuff. Um, and you're getting your blood pressure checked, you're getting your cholesterol checked, and by a certain age, you should have an EKG, which is a test basically checking the heart to ensure that you don't, you haven't had a, a silent heart attack in the past or whatever. And so those are all the physical things, but let's talk about the mental things too. Um, because one of my team members, they gave me a book for my birthday. And this book is by Ms. Duckworth and it talks about motivation and perseverance. And I think it's important because people succeed not only because they're intelligent, but because of who they are and what they believe in and what their work ethics are. So it's not enough to just be intelligent. You also have to have the passion and the motivation. And you heard me, you saw me post about discipline. You have to be disciplined. 
having discipline is muy importante. It's, it's important. You got to be disciplined. You have to be able to do the things that maybe you don't feel like doing, but you know you have to do it, like exercising, also like creating content for your podcast if you decide you want to be a podcaster or studying if you decide you want to go and get another degree, which actually I'm considering a degree in alternative health, naturopathy, homeopathic medicine. I'm really seriously considering that. I already have a medical degree. Some of you know, I attended an osteopathic medical school and um, I did an allopathic residency. So if that resonates with you, if you understand it, then you get it. So I'm, also, I'm sort of an alternative medicine doctor, but I'm also, I'm, I'm very traditional. I was um, trained in Western medicine, but there are all different other sorts of different types of medical interventions like alternative medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathic medicine, all of these things, because medications, it, they're just not the end all be all. They don't cure everything. And I'm just very curious about the way nature can cure us and can help us. So anyhow, segue into the mental health aspect. How do I go on every day? Some people say to me, oh my God, you must be bipolar because you do so many things, you do so much. If it's your passion and that passion is driving you, you're going to listen to your passion. Um, I say it's listening to God. I feel like God is telling me the things to do. God is speaking to me and I listen to her. I listen to God and I'm okay with it. So I will tell you how I continue on a day-to-day -day basis. I feel like I'm in a competition with myself. I'm not competing with anyone else. I'm competing only with Delvina. I don't compete with anyone else. And the competition with myself is to be all that I can be. <laughs> that sounds cliche like the army, but it's true. It's like, okay, can I do better than I did yesterday? Can I do better this week than I did last week? Can I do better this month than I did last month? And I try to do the things to keep me healthy, like drinking the water. You heard me talk about drinking 64 ounces of water or more. You heard me talk about eating grain love foods like salmon and sweet potatoes and blueberries and spinach and kale and arugula and Brussels sprouts and all these things. Those are the basic things. And then also you heard me talk about communication, being able to communicate your feelings to your loved ones, to your family, to the person you're intimate with. Those things are important. If you don't know how to do that, you're, you stall any effort in your relationships. You got to be able to talk to people and tell them how you feel or how they make you feel. That's important. When you can't do that, it really just, it interrupts the process. And I think, when did I learn how to do that? I, I was young. You know, I was probably in high school and just feeling uncomfortable about what I was feeling and, and, um, found a way to like talk to my mom and my dad about what I felt and they accepted it. They understood it. And so from there on, I knew like, this is the way to, this is the way to basically recovery when there's something going on and you're trying to make it work to talk about it. That's how you deal with it. It's important to talk when people don't talk, they act out. They act out because they don't know how to say it or what to say. And, and that's just not cool, y'all. So in life, we got to have ways to cope. 
communication is huge. Communication is the most essential thing that you can do to make yourself, um, to just deal in the situation. One of my battle buddies, uh, Christopher Thurstone said to me, Christian, I'm sorry, Thurstone said to me, crap, communication, stop it, resolves all problems. Sorry, my dog is messing with me my son's dog, communication resolves all problems. And I really do believe that if you communicate, it resolves everything. You, you have to tell people how you feel, how they make you feel. You gotta explain to people um, just what you're, what you're thinking because people can't, they can't read your mind. And when you don't do that, you act out. You know it, think about it. The times that you weren't able to confess how you really felt, did you, did you act out, whether it was in an intimate relationship or a relationship with a family member, you acted out if you couldn't find the words to say how you felt, and that's not cool. So there are some coping strategies that I use, and I wanted to share those things with you tonight. I don't want this to be a long podcast. As I said, it's my birthday, and I just wanted to tell you some of my secrets. So if you feel like it's too late for you, you can pass it on to your kids. The first secret was getting an IRA, open an IRA for them. I don't care how young they are, open that IRA. When they get a little older and they get a job, encourage them to deposit money into their IRA. Teach them delayed gratification. You don't have to buy the things that you feel you need at the time. Delay that gratification. Make yourself wait until you have the money to pay for it. My father taught me that. And it's what I've been doing my entire life. When you see me with something, it's because I can afford it. It's not because I'm fronting and I, I just got it to get it. I delay until I'm able to actually afford it, meaning pay money for it. The other thing is com communicating, talking with your family and friends, giving them that support and being able to talk and say things that may be, they, it may make you uncomfortable. However, it will prevent you from acting out. People who are not able to talk and communicate what they feel, they typically will act out. I've seen it, I know it, they act out. So when you can communicate what you feel and not act it out in behaviors, it will, it goes a long way. And also it has a positive impact not that negative stuff that you lay on them or you offload on them because you didn't know how to say what you felt. So those are just a couple of things. I would also create an LLC for your children, for each of your children. So once they do start to make money or they start businesses, they will be able to um, create or earn that money through their business, pay themselves. And there's just so many opportunities that you are able to receive from having an LLC. All right, so here are the other things that I use in my life. I tell myself that I can do hard things. Like sometimes it's a situation and you feel like, oh no, I can't do that. You gotta tell yourself that you can do it. If you tell yourself you can't do it, your brain is powerful. You will believe your brain. You will believe what you tell yourself, including the negative things. You got to tell yourself first, I can do hard things. You also have to tell yourself, I am not my thoughts. When your thoughts are being negative, you have to understand that you are not your thoughts. When you're telling yourself something, something positive, 
obviously it's cool to buy into your thoughts and into your thinking, but when you're thinking the negative things, you, you are not your thoughts. You got to remind yourself that your mind is playing tricks on you. You also have to tell yourself that you're not responsible for the actions of others. Um, and so I've told myself that my entire life, I am not responsible for the actions of others. When my dad did things, when my mother did things, when my brothers did things, I'm not responsible for their actions. I am not responsible for the actions of others. And including now to this day as an adult, I am not responsible for the actions of others. I can only be responsible for myself. Um, we are somewhat responsible for our children. You know, people talk to me a lot about their kids and the things that their children do. Your children are doing things based on what you taught them growing up for the most part. So if you taught your child well, you have nothing to worry about. Your child will be a good representation of what you taught them in most cases. However, if you didn't teach them anything and you didn't talk to them and you didn't guide them, good luck. So those are a couple of things that I live by. Also, when things are a challenge and they get hard, I remind myself that this is temporary and it too will pass. Everything passes pretty much. So when things are challenging, I remind myself this is temporary and it will pass. If you follow me on Facebook and you watch Miami Soul, you may have heard a couple of these things the other night. Wednesday nights, I'm live with Miami Soul with host um, Nikki Gellin, also, um, guest co-hosts Christy Chambers, Chef Ari, and Carla as well. And you know, we all cover our own little um, sections. I cover mental health. Carla's arts and um, arts and culture. Christy Chambers is fashion. Uh, again, Nikki is the the host, and Chef Ari is like food and and chefing pretty much. So you may have heard me mention some of these things. Um, we also have to remind ourselves that we've gotten through 100% of the bad days. So when you're having a bad day, just remind yourself, this has happened before. I'm going to get through it like I did before. And it's just, it's the day is going to end. A new day is going to begin. And I have an, another opportunity to start all over again. Also, you want to know that you have the ability to challenge and change your thoughts. So when you're thinking negatively about something, sometimes you're thinking negatively because it's warranted and other times it's not. Sometimes it's our brain playing tricks on ourselves. So you have the ability to challenge and change your thoughts. Okay. And always remind yourself that you're doing your best. You have to tell yourself, I'm doing my best. I'm doing a great job. Everything's going to be okay. And in the end, treat yourself with an abundance of kindness and compassion. And the way I treat myself with kindness and compassion is I'm very careful about who I spend my time with, who I allow into my circle, whether it's a work circle, circle personal uh, circle, my friendship circle. You have to be careful who you allow in because some people will bring negative energy and you do not need that in your life. So guys, this is very short. I appreciate you and I appreciate you supporting the Brain Love Podcast and listening to me every week or every month, whenever it is that you listen. I'm really appreciative. Um, it's just been, it's been a, a very good journey since I started it in May. I'll be back 
next Sunday with a specific topic. Tonight, I just sort of wanted to enjoy myself, to basically say happy birthday and just give you a few pointers and what I've been doing in life to make it. Life is challenging, but we will all make it. We will all make it through this life. We all have a story and we're going to live that story and live life. And I want everyone to feel good about the life that they're living. I hate when people say they wake up and they don't like waking up or they regret waking up. No one should feel that way. We should all wake up and just feel blessed and honored to be alive and to inhale and to breathe and to be here on earth. So anyway, it's been another episode, a short episode, but another episode of the Brain Love Podcast. Thank you for listening. And I just want to say happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Dalvina. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe. Reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need, it's inside of you. Look inside yourself needs know your needs your needs come first not everyone else's limitations limit your expectations of yourself ownership own your mistakes learn from them and move on vengeance is not yours it's the lord's express yourself every day meaningful communication don't go to bed angry and that's been my show guys brain love